0: CPI numbers. Big yawn. Let's skip that monthly monotony and hit other news. Hello, I'm Crypto Casey and welcome to another episode of Crypto This Week. Every Sunday we explore the latest global news stories affecting the crypto markets as well as the ever-changing macroeconomic environment of the world at large. Be sure to check out our sponsors, Afani, NordVPN, and Ledger. Protect your cell phone from SIM swapping attacks using Afani Secure Mobile Services. Protect your data, privacy, and crypto investments by using Virtual Private Network Services with NordVPN. And protect your long-term crypto holdings with cold storage hardware wallets provided by Ledger, which has an Ethereum Merge Discount Special going on right now for a limited time, so scroll down to the description area below to redeem their offer. Awesome, let's hit crypto this week. The Ethereum merge happened successfully on September 15th. Following that, an ominous bit of news, as SEC's Gensler signals extra scrutiny for proof-of-stake cryptocurrencies. Speaking after the merge, but not specifically about Ethereum, SEC Chair Gary Gensler said proof-of-stake cryptos could be investment contracts that subject them to securities regulations. According to the Wall Street Journal, Gensler said that proof-of-stake blockchains, which generate new coins for investors who pool their holdings, take on investment contract-like attributes that could bring them under his agency's purview. He said he wasn't talking about a specific coin, according to the journal. Still, the comments, which came hours after Ethereum completed its proof-of-stake transition via the merge, indicate that the milestone tech upgrade may carry greater ramifications for the second most popular blockchain than simply cutting its energy usage. As a proof-of-work chain, its native Ether token was one of only two cryptos, the other being Bitcoin, clearly defined as commodities by federal regulators, bearish. Clearly, governments and institutions around the world are getting nervous about cryptocurrency adoption under the guise of concern over the environment and retail investor protection. And in a quick one-two-punch fashion, this week, the SEC's crypto guidance pushes U.S. banks to rethink custody projects. The regulator suggests that customers' crypto assets should be treated as liabilities by lenders, which could be prohibitively costly for banks. The Basel Committee on Banking Supervision, the Global Standard Setter for Banking Regulation, is planning to issue international rules for banks exposed to crypto, including strict capital requirements and exposure caps. The Basel Committee's upcoming standards combined with the SEC guidance could drive US banks further away from participating in digital asset markets. U.S. Bancorp told Reuters it was pausing the intake of new crypto clients until it evaluates the evolving regulatory environment, while investment bank BNY Mellon declined to comment on the status of its crypto projects. An unnamed European bank looking to offer crypto custody services in the U.S. was quoted in the report as saying it would be prohibitively costly to do so under the new guidance. Crypto custody specialist Anchorage Digital told Reuters that all banks working with the firm are now waiting on regulators before proceeding to work with Anchorage on crypto custody solutions, bearish. Again, with the regulation lag, it seems like governments and big institutions are just hoping crypto will implode and die off. There's tons of money on the sidelines waiting for regulatory clarity that clearly regulatory entities don't want to provide. Another regulatory entity piped up this week performing the same song and dance of A Whole Lot Of Nothing. Biden White House just put out a framework on regulating crypto. Here's what's in it. The framework outlines the ways in which the financial services industry should evolve to make borderless transactions easier as well as how to crack down on fraud in the digital asset space. Basically, they want to fight illicit financial activity, work on introducing a CBDC or central bank digital currency, and safeguard stability of the financial system as crypto and stablecoins continue to become inextricably intertwined with traditional financial systems. Across the world, we see other government entities making more clear-cut claims with how they plan on regulating the space. Thailand's SEC bans crypto staking and lending services. The Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC of Thailand, is preparing to prohibit crypto platforms from providing staking and lending services to clients. As we discussed in the previous video I posted, until exchanges stop creating artificial supplies of crypto to meet real demand on their platforms, stop infinitely rehypothecating crypto, and only show cryptocurrencies that are actually on the blockchain one for one, they will abuse the staking and lending features. And we've seen this already with the collapse of Celsius and others. Outright banning this activity is a bit extreme and not good for growth, but if we can get to a place where there are regulations in place, keeping the exchanges honest, and from engaging in super risky activity for profit, it would be great for the longevity of the space overall. So how much longer could this bear cycle last? Well, we've got a rather bearish prediction from a prominent figure in the financial realm this week. Legendary investor Stanley Druckenmiller warns there is a high probability the stock market will be flat for an entire decade. There's a high probability in my mind that the market at best is going to be kind of flat for 10 years, sort of like the 66 to 82 time period, he said in an interview with Alex Karp, CEO of software and AI firm Palantir. Druckenmiller added that with inflation raging, central banks raising rates, deglobalization globalization taking hold, and the war in Ukraine dragging on, he believes the odds of a global recession are now the highest in decades. And given Druckenmiller's track record, investors would be wise to heed his warnings. Hmm. So will we see a turning point for the crypto community? Where does Bitcoin go from here? If you're going to do this right, then what's been happening in the past nine months is totally irrelevant. Rick Elderman, founder of Elderman Financial Services, told Bob Pisani on CNBC's ETF Edge on Monday. If you're investing for the next five to 10 years, this is just an ordinary blip in the marketplace. And you ignore it, he added. Edelman explained that for institutional investors to engage with Wall Street firms, endowments, and pension funds, regulatory and legislative rules need to be in place. The adults in the room recognize that regulation is a good thing, Edelman said. Right now, we have 1% engaging in crypto. You're not going to get the other 99% until they have clarity on what the rules of the road are. So a lot of people know what we need, but the people that need to take action aren't motivated, don't know how to proceed, or possibly hope that if they wait long enough, crypto will self implode and they won't have to worry about it anymore. At the end of the day institutions investing in crypto haven't wavered one inch lmax ceo says institutions are unbothered by crypto assets continuing to trade far below all-time highs lmax group ceo david mercer told techcrunch it hasn't gone backward mercer said after the chaos surrounding crypto lending platforms like celsius and blockfi and the collapse of terra luna ecosystem in may Everyone expected institutions to retract their engagement, Mercer said. But institutional engagement today is the same as last year and may even be better, Mercer commented. Institutions are moving ahead, he added. The herd is inching forward. And so should we. By realizing we are still early and focusing on increasing our knowledge and income to be in a stronger position to take advantage of opportunities in the space over the long term. And also by investing in cold storage hardware wallets for securing our investments. If you scroll down and use the link in the description area below for a limited time ledger has an ethereum merge special going on where if you've got ether and connect your wallet to their correct and official site you can get their ledger merge pack for 20 percent off plus free shipping this comes with the ledger nano x device and their steel seed phrase protection plate called the bill bottle so be sure to scroll down and check it out cool Let's quickly go through a flurry of bullish news stories from the week. New crypto fund takes U.S. a step closer to spot Bitcoin ETF. Holdouts for a physically backed U.S. Bitcoin exchange-traded fund saw a glimmer of hope on Thursday with the launch of a new futures-backed product. The hashtag's Bitcoin Futures ETF, ticker DeFi, developed with 2 began trading on Thursday, according to a statement. Unlike existing derivatives-backed crypto ETFs, DeFi was filed under the Securities Act of 1933, rather than the Investment Company Act of 1940. That detail matters to industry watchers because the 1940 law has been the preferred format for Securities and Exchange Commission chair, Gary Gensler, who has cited its greater investor protections. Since a physically-backed Bitcoin ETF, which the SEC has repeatedly denied, would fall under the 1933 Act, DeFi's launch could potentially be a stepping stone to approval, bullish. And if you aren't aware of the importance of a physically backed Bitcoin spot ETF, you can check out my beginner's guide all about it by clicking on the link above. Next, emerging markets lead global crypto adoption in bear market, Chain Analysis says. One reason for this could be the value that users in emerging markets get from cryptocurrency. These countries dominate the adoption index, in large part because cryptocurrency provides unique tangible benefits to people living in unstable economic conditions, the report said. It's so amazing how crypto is helping bank the unbanked and giving people an opportunity to protect themselves from corrupt fiat systems and out-of-control inflation. And money continues to pour in from venture capital and more. Two Sigma Ventures raises $400 million for two funds, Plans Crypto Investments. The firm invests about 15% of its capital to crypto and Web3 projects. Also, Valkyrie Crypto Trust gathers nearly $74 million in the funding round amid bear market. And crypto options trading startups, end quote, raises $2.8 million from initialized Polygon. The company will look to expand its platform for trading derivatives contracts in tokens that don't usually have such markets, like options. And a win for security this week as crypto auditing platform, Sherlock raises $4 million in funding. The protocol features an open auditor competition to help find smart contract vulnerabilities. And finally, last but not least, Fidelity considering offering crypto trading to brokerage customers. Fidelity has more than 34.4 million individual brokerage accounts, according to the Wall Street Journal. This potential move follows blackrock partnering with coinbase to offer crypto trading to its institutional customers a sign wall street continues to be attracted by crypto despite the horrible year for digital currency markets awesome well that was crypto this week with me crypto casey if you enjoyed the episode please make sure to like the video subscribe to the channel and click the bell notification to stay up to date on all the latest videos so what do you think of the sec and white house crypto comments are they going to regulate or are they hoping we self-destruct? Do you think the market could stay flat for the next 10 years? Let me know in the comments below. Be safe out there.